Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And this week we're coming at you straight from New Tristram, which is the location that you start in in Diablo 3, which uh, I, I have been If you say playing. so. That's, yeah, I, I do say so. I've been, oh man. Why should I believe you though? Even though you say so. <laughs> um, what incentive do I have to believe you? Because that is probably the second most game I've played this week. Second it, most game. Yeah. Um, which we can get into. But Diablo came out again, and I've been playing it a lot, uh, as expected. Will Diablo ever not come out? That's the you, question. You know, we'll, we'll get into that later because there was some news. But it seems like the answer is, um, it'll be it'll be a while for a full one to come out. But um, the 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 Switch version is a adequate holdover for right now. I do want to talk about something that's off topic a little bit because we talked about Undertale a lot last week and how it was very interesting that it's a game that lets you bypass combat by doing interesting decisions and right you can you can do stuff yeah 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 you can like you spare can act. spare monsters and stuff like that and so i i dm a, a small campaign i'm a first time dm i'm not great at it but i do what i can to follow the rules and be creative and the other day the party ran into a dragon, and uh, one of the guys in the party has really high charisma and persuasion, because uh, that's how he set his character up, uh, and he's a bard. And he actually talked out, talked their way out of a fight with a green dragon and sent them to this town that had a cave that they had cleared out earlier. And so now they, even though it's not for the best of the people in the town, they avoided fighting the dragon and getting its treasure by saying, hey, there's a better cave, you know, so far off in the distance. And it made me think of Undertale because even though there's games like The Witcher 3 and Skyrim and stuff where it lets you, where it kind of puts you in those situations, they don't give you the type of experience like Undertale where you can legitimately avoid combat like that. And so I'm hoping one day maybe they'll take the lead of... Um, I forgot the guy that made Undertale. I know his last name is Fox. but Toby Fox. Toby Fox. I hope maybe one day games will take the lead and do stuff like that. Uh, maybe on a bigger scale. But... It was supposed to be this pretty big fight for them, and they spent most of the playtime setting up for the fight, and then finally realized, oh, why don't we just try to talk to this thing? And then they did, and it worked. So it made me wish that more video games had that as an option, because it's, it's, it was kind of neat to see them go through that. But yeah. That's cool. that's the off-topic section. Uh, made me think of Undertale, mainly because there's 
you know, the pacifist run, which I haven't done yet. And I, I just appreciated the game mechanics that went into play there. So, yeah, you texted me about it after it happened yesterday and I, uh, I did not read the text. (laughs) Well, now you know about it. Um, Now I know. But if you if you are a fan of gaming out there and you have the chance to play D&D and you felt like video games are too limiting for you, you should try it out. It's not for everyone, but it is uh, it's 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 a good solid time if you like to do that stuff. So I want to talk about games now, actual video games because nice. I beat one. I finally beat it. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I finally beat Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, yes. Uh, and the difficulty spike in that game near the end is impressive. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it, it, it kind of cranks it up right at the end for you. Yeah, the the so uh, I've got a couple notes. Uh, I have them right here. The the battle with, um, I don't technically know the name of it, but it's like the the Bruiser Koopa, like the bigger one. Right. Uh, the tennis match with him made me almost break my switch, and he wasn't even the final boss. <laughs> uh. And then you have to do a doubles match, which the computer did everything for me. I didn't even play. Every time I tried to hit the ball... Um, Peach, no, Daisy was the computer. Daisy would slow-mo herself in place and then hit the ball. So yep. I, I don't know what was up with that. I don't know if you had that experience. but I don't remember. It legitimately, I didn't even play that match. So that was not hard. But then Mario versus uh, Luigi, which was taken over by uh, Lucian, or I can't remember the name of the... I be I just beat it too. Yeah, the the Infinity Gauntlet tennis racket monster. Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet tennis racket monster. That was uh, so infuriating. I I cannot even uh it was something. And then the boss fight with Bowser was fine cuz that that's just uh pattern memorization. But yeah. the the actual tennis matches leading up to this was whew, it was something. <laughs> they uh, uh it's, it's i mean you, for as long as it took you to to beat it must have been difficult for you well yeah so the problem is also i've played this game and then put it down it's not necessarily that i've been stuck at certain points i just never really dedicated the time to to finishing it and then the other day i thought you know i i should finish this and so I just, I did, but it did not help me to have that lapse in skill and muscle memory. That's for certain. Yeah. But yep, I, I beat that. I've been playing some more Destiny and the, I have to continue the, the, the mission that happened after the Halloween event is now in full swing why they did not do the halloween mission during the halloween event i don't know 
Yeah, uh, that's strange. But it, it was their decision. <laughs> I can't quite figure it out, but whatever. You know, it's fine. It's, it's, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know it's at the end yet, but I am doing it. And then I've been playing Diablo 3, like I said earlier. It's fun, and it runs very well on the Nintendo Switch. And if you thought maybe it wouldn't, guess what it does. And I play on the hardest mode, so there's a lot of enemies on screen, so there should be run slowdown, but there isn't. So I'm really happy about it. It is all the Diablo 3 you think you're going to play on a handheld experience, and it's pleasant. Good. So, so that's about it. I, I, I haven't tried the online yet for Diablo 3, but... I am interested to see how that works because I don't necessarily, I would have to do matchmaking. And so I might give that a shot and report back. But, you know, other than that, nothing else new. I am going to pick back up The World Ends With You this week, though. And that'll be the last game I play before Pokemon hits, I think. So... What about you, man? Well, I finished the main story of The World Ends With You, uh, which was fun. Um, I finally started. When I initially had the game, I never got into the kind of weird side chapter that opens up after you beat the game. Um, in the game, there's this like, mini-game you can play that's basically uh, Beyblade. Um, what? Yeah. And so there's, after you beat the game, it opens up this little side story and I guess like a different universe or something. But all the characters, like even all the bad guys from it are sort of all your friends and instead of getting into fights, you just play this Beyblade game against them. So that was pretty funny. Um, so I've, I've played, played that a little bit um, and I played um, the Deltarune, which we talked about last week. Um, I ended up finishing it. It's really, it's not very long. It's only a couple hours. Um, it was, re- it's really good. The, 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 how, for how brief the story is, it's, it's really fun. The characters are great. There are, there are, char- there are a lot of characters that, um, for however it's related to Undertale, um, there are characters who are kind of like callbacks to different, um, personalities and the, the, the new characters rather. They're kind of parallel different per- personalities in the previous game and so they're all fun to fun to have i even i went back a, a couple days after the fact to to try and beat the the secret boss which was it, it was difficult uh it was more annoying <laughs> than it was hard um like if you've ever watched the the videos of the 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 f- secret boss of the the genocide run of undertale it was nothing like that level of difficulty um but it was it was pretty annoying but i eventually got it i posted the video on uh facebook if you guys want to go watch it um and yeah it's pretty it's it's a fun little thing um you wake up as a as this random person and you go to school and then fall into this magical world in a in a supply closet and you have to save the world or something um but it's weird because it is it is at one on one hand self-contained little story but it is clearly part of a larger story um one of the cool things after is like after you 
beat the uh, the final boss, you go back to the the regular world, and it's just this town that you can walk around, um, and basically all of the all of the NPCs from Undertale are there, living there, and they have jobs and stuff. Um, so clearly, something is supposed to happen with all these people, and there there are even little mysteries in the town of what's going on, um, and it ends on this horrific um what's it called uh i can't i can't i can't think of the word um what's that thing yeah this terrible <laughs> cliffhanger that after i after i finished it's like are you kidding me that's how this thing ends um so yeah it, it's pretty fun i recommend it if you have you, you really you need to have played undertale to play it but you could probably do it without um if if you just wanted to play this and didn't want to buy Undertale. Um, there's some, some interesting things that I found out about it after the fact. Um, so like like Undertale, you do have the option to um, engage enemies in kind of non-combative right. ways and dissuade them from battling you. Um, but also interesting, and something that I never actually found out when I was playing because... I never tried it. You can't. You can't even. You don't even have the option to like kill the enemies. Um, like if you if you get rid of all their their hit points, they just run away basically. And oh. then when you're out of the battle, they're back on the map and can encounter you again. Um, and the same thing is is if you you talk them out of it, they they show back up and will fight you again. So it's 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 weird. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense because. You know, you I I wouldn't expect the the whole thing about with Undertale with that system was kind of subverting what regular RPGs are. So I wouldn't expect Toby Fox, the developer, to just kind of implement the exact same system again. Like there has to be some sort of some sort of change. Um, so that was interesting. There are, um, but it's it's strange because. That was kind of the whole thing about Undertale is that you had the choice to to affect the world in what way you did. But in this game, like at the beginning, it kind of over and over hammers into you, like your choices do not matter in this game. Nothing nothing you do is going to change the outcome, which is really it's kind of it's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, I imagine when whenever this the full game gets released that. Even that in itself will come around to some kind of uh, conclusion with why that is. Um, so yeah, it's a fun, fun little game. the The music in it is great, um, and I think it was a couple days after Toby Fox he posted this uh, this blog basically about the the development of it and what he hopes to happen. Um, so I. At the when you beat the game, it says like the end, end of chapter one, um, which it doesn't tell you it's a chapter one before before that, um, and so I ended it like okay, so when's the next one come out? And so I come to read this this blog post by Toby Fox, and I guess this demo took him three years to make. Basically, yeah, it's him basically and him and broken. a him and a uh, and a couple other people, and he basically was like, if if that's it, working on this game myself, this, it will never come out. So he's kind of trying to get a... He, he wants to get, like, 
as actual staff to work on this game. Um, but really, there's no... Uh, who knows when, when the rest of the game is going to come out. Um, so yeah, that's going to be... It, it's weird. I mean, it's cool that he put it out there um, to kind of get the, get the word out and get the information that he wants to, to get this, this team together. Uh, but it'll be... It seems like it's going to be quite a bit before before we get to real experience the entire story. Right. It it was kind of uh it was reading that blog post was sad because he it just kind of felt like oh my gosh, this guy basically broke himself to make this and he like people are loving it and he's realizing it's not finished, you know, or like he knows it's not finished and he just doesn't he needs a staff to finish it, really. So it was. I, I'm excited to play it because there's obviously a lot of passion behind it, and this guy just seems like he wants to make good games, and so. Yeah, I mean it's really fun. It's also, I I've been watching all the the crazy videos about like the Undertale lore and how this connects and and where you know, these mysterious characters are and stuff that I basically got, I had no knowledge of from when I actually played Undertale. Um, so some of that stuff, even even me having played the game, I, I kind of missed out on, but I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I, I know for sure that between now and whenever the full game comes out, there will still be a constant stream of uh, discussion videos about the the lore of this world yeah. on YouTube. And I'll watch them. <laughs> uh, but I... other than that, I haven't really played anything. I did play... Um, so Atlas, over the weekend, or maybe it was just yesterday, they released um, demos for their Persona dancing games. Uh, so I, I played the, the demo of the Persona 5 Dancing in Moonlight, um, Ooh. which I, uh, I'm not very good at it, but I'm very excited for the game to come out. Uh, okay. It, there's this weird thing that goes on because the, um, like they have these, these really intricate choreographed dances the characters do to the songs that you're playing, but... Like, you can't actually watch them because you have to look out for the prompts of what buttons to hit. So it was really weird. I didn't I didn't even see a lot of the stuff that was happening until I watched some of the stuff on replay. So so tell me, is it... Is it like a, a DDR type thing? Or, like, how I are mean, you controlling these dances? I'm, I'm not dancing, so... I wouldn't say it's like DDR. Well... I know, but like pushing directional buttons. Yeah, I mean there there are like six different inputs, um, and the little icons come up across the screen, and you basically have to hit them on beat. Yeah. Okay. I was just I was just curious. I I haven't seen any gameplay of this game, so I I didn't know if it was like a. I mean, DDR was playable on controller. I knew people that did it. Is weird that they technically did, but... yes, yeah. Um, it remind me that this one game came out on the Switch that I want to get, 
it's uh the drum drum master i i think that it's drum master in english or something uh yeah taiko no tatsujin drum and fun yeah that uh (laughs) it came out for ps4 and switch that was off the top of my head really by the way yeah i mean i'm proud of you that's i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's two separate games though that came out for uh place for ps4 and switch oh okay uh, but it, I mean, it, it made me really want, <laughs> it made me not want to buy it until I could use, like, the Donkey Konga accessory that I would have yeah. to buy off eBay or something. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's what I want, Nintendo. Make another... Donkey Konga. Donkey Konga. <laughs> I know that's probably a niche uh, inside your own built-in niche of Nintendo stuff, but, you know... Give me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If no one else, you will buy the game and the and the drums. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's neat. I I, I definitely need to. I I need to play Persona Five. Um, I that's. It's on like everyone's list for last year's game of the year. So. I mean, I would agree that you need to play it. Excuse my yawning. Uh, I would agree that you need to play it, but it's. I, it's it's a hundred hours that you're you're gonna have to devote for, to it. I don't know that. Uh, I'm not sure you would want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. The music is really good. We had a good discussion the other day at work about video game music, and because yeah. because Cameron asked me outright, like he he said like, oh, I've heard you talk about games with like good video game music, but. Can you tell me games that you haven't liked the music? And so I just started like, I was like, yeah, I didn't like, I mean, I liked some of the music in Spider-Man, but there's a lot of the music I didn't like. It was kind of uh, Vengers-y and generic-y. It wasn't amazing. Um, there's a lot of subtle music in that game that was good. But like, I, I actually had, you know, stuff in my brain that I could, you know, get at at that moment and he just kind of was like oh okay cool and and, uh i mean good music can make or break a game for me so i i would indeed i've definitely listened to the music of persona 5 a lot not a hundred hours worth but it's it's something that would be um it was, it would be interesting to go through and see what correlates to the stuff I've listened to kind yeah. of like with undertale. Cause I mean, I had a lot of that music in my brain from us listening to it a lot. So yeah, but yeah, I'm, Oh, you know what? We were talking about this. This is on topic. Kind of, I am really excited cause Pokemon let's go comes out next week and I'm excited to hear all the music in that game redone. Yeah. I uh, like the the Lavender Town music and the Pallet Town music and the Pokemon Tower music. Oh man, I'm there for it. I I'm so excited to I'm gonna have that game plugged in on my TV with the soundbar turned up, and uh, my neighbors are gonna have to listen to um, <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon. Have music. To listen to Pokemon music. Yeah. So I won't be able to use the. Uh... Pro controller though, no. But I will use the Pokeball Plus that I'm getting with it. 
Uh, me and Marianne both got the editions of the game that came with it. Yeah. So um, I am really excited to hopefully try to use that controller uh, for Smash. Yeah. Because, like, Dark Souls it against people. Because <laughs> I, I imagine that, uh, I mean, Dark Souls is out on the Switch, so you could try to play Dark Souls with that. Oh, you know, you know people will. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> but it's it's so crazy. I, I this is this is good. I wanted to bring up something else that has to do with controls, but really, it would work with the Pokeball. Would probably work with Smash if the button is the B button. Yeah, um, because the A button would just make you jump, but the B button would be attacks. It would cut out some of your attacks, but it would. I think it'd be cool because you can jump directionally in Smash. Yeah. So it would be interesting. I mean, it would certainly be possible. I don't know that you could ever be good with it. No, uh, no. Though I don't know that you are ever good normally, so. Ooh. You know. I, you know, I'm going to have to find out a streaming solution for the Switch for when Smash Bros. comes out, because I, 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 I want to be able to beat you in this one. I, I've read some interesting reports from people that have gotten to play demos of this one, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the demos are starting to show up from people that have seen it on kiosks at Best Buy, just yeah. random Best Buys. So go check your local Best Buy to see if there's a Smash demo there. And I'm gonna go do it right now, actually. Oh no, wait! Don't leave. <laughs> and um, the you know like <laughs> oh gosh no he left. Um, the there you can't walk through characters in this one. You actually stop when you run into a character. Ah, just like real life. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting way to... There's just a bunch of interesting stuff that I, I'm i excited to see how it affects how people play the game. Because you won't yeah. be able to like dash back and forth and avoid attacks as easily. Nope. Um, no wave dashing either. Which is what I did a lot with Greninja. So I'm interested to see how it affects my play style with some characters. Um, so with that, I want to bring up how great it is that I got, through luck, I'm, sh- I'm not sure they were supposed to be out yet, but Smash GameCube controllers and the adapter were at Best Buy the other day when I was there. And so, of course, I picked up a couple GameCube controllers. They were only $30 a piece. And mm. the adapter, which was 20 And what's great about this, unlike the stupid Wii U, which, I mean, I get it, the Wii U has its fans, but once you learn this, you'll realize that the thing was stupid. Um, <laughs> on the Wii U, you couldn't use the GameCube controllers for anything but Smash. And yeah. on the Switch, you can use the GameCube controller for anything. Yeah, it's a regular controller. Yeah, as as it should be. Except you can't use it for a Pokemon. Right, and you can't use it. It's it is missing one of the shoulder buttons. So if you oh right, because it are you sure? Yeah. Huh. Um, That's strange. I know that when they, I remember when they remade the ones for for the Wii U. That you just plugged into like a um, 
I don't know. I think you plugged it into the Wii mode or something. Uh, but I think it it had both shoulder bumpers, like it had two Z buttons. Uh, but I guess for authenticity's sake, it makes sense to to leave the one out. Yeah. So it is missing the shoulder bumper, one of them. But it does. It. I mean, it works perfectly for Mario Kart, which is exactly yeah. what I wanted. I desperately wanted on the Wii U to play Mario Kart Eight with a GameCube controller, and yeah. then. You know, Nintendo never let that happen, even through a patch or anything. And now it's a possibility. So I, I'm excited. I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm excited to go do that. Because I love the GameCube controller. And that's why I had no qualms buying two of them. But let's, uh, let's get in the... Uh, let's get in the, the Smash Direct. Since we're kind oh, of talking about it, start off with that. All right. I mean, it's it's kind of the news that we we didn't avoid. We just kind of were underwhelmed, and so yeah, uh, we uh, we we made a big deal about um, doing like a, a post smash um, episode, and then neither of us wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it's I've uh, I'm actually kind of glad we didn't because I've. I've had a lot of time to search within myself and calm down, um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't. I I definitely got a tad irrationally angry about it, to where every pre-order email that Nintendo sent me for Smash, I replied, "Can I play as Isaac in it?" Uh, <laughs> and I saw quite a few tweets from you, um, and from other people. The uh, you know just asking why. Uh, <laughs> basically and and can we play as Isaac so right um I but did before s- yeah before we talk about that let's actually talk about what was in the direct yeah we we should start at the beginning which we've got little Mac in a boxing ring right yeah yeah and then Ken I mean, shows I don't, up. I don't, I don't, yeah okay continue yeah yeah well I, I just th- there's up. no reason to to do it at the snail's pace that you're that you're talking about. <laughs> so so they if people they wanted to watch it, they will have watched it. Yeah, they announced Ken as a Echo Fighter that moves faster than Ryu. Yeah, and his Hadouken looks different. Yeah, certainly there was no no surprise there. Kind of a yeah. uh, an easy way to start the thing. And then while they're fighting. These fiery eyes show up in the the back room, and or the back area, kind of like the entrance, and then Incineroar comes out, yep. and then there's the GIF that's been seen all over Twitter, which, I mean, f- for everything they do to make me mad, they do something that's great, which is this GIF, uh, or this little the villager just preparing to fight for his life with boxing gloves on. Yeah, it was pretty. It was funny. <laughs> and, right at the end, all the people lined up to fight Incineroar. Yeah, and Incineroar's got his heavyweight championship belt on because he is a wrestling Pokemon, uh, kind of like Lucha Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is all of his moves include being, uh, you know, very gloating like a wrestler. Like after he does something cool, he gloats. Mm-hmm. Um, which you can cancel out of that, but 
you know, you can follow through with it if you want. And why wouldn't you? I know. I and mean, I gloat in real life every time I hit David on Smash Bros. <laughs> it is true. So it only makes sense that my character would do it. So, I mean, I wasn't mad about Incineroar. I wasn't uh, super enthused. Yeah, because... I mean, Incineroar is fine. That I think the character, like the model, looks really good. Like, I was surprised yeah. at like the, the detail of the fur on that thing. So he looks cool. I think his moves look fun. Um, and, you know, it's it's a completely inoffensive choice. Um, I, we all, I, I expected it last week. I, I talked about those were the two that I basically knew were going to be in there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad start. I, I, I was not upset at that point. Yeah, no, me either. Um, I really enjoyed that Incineroar's moveset includes, like, him throwing people into wrestling ropes and yes. then coming back. That's I thought that was, that was hilarious just because that is nowhere in, nowhere near anything that ever happens in Pokemon. That's completely made up for this game, and it and it and it's perfect, honestly. Yeah. So a lot after of that, were... yeah. After so after that scene, uh, Masahiro Sakurai comes up. You know, he's introducing us, telling us this is going to be the final direct of Smash Bros. Um, we're all excited. Um, what does he start to talk about? Is <laughs> He said, after this direct, you'll see that I need a break or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which, no, you don't need a break. But uh, keep going. Um, Hold on. I actually forgot what was next. Uh, next was he started talking about the sticker thing. Not the sticker. Um, right, okay. So, yeah. the Spirits. That was... So, it was kind of the first major thing of the direct was this spirits mode that everyone had been, you know, trying to figure out what it was going to be. Um, and we were all anticipating it. Um, and then they proceed to spend like, it, it had, it felt like half an hour talking about the, the intricate details of this, this mode that on one hand it's cool. So like the general idea of it is it's a bunch of event matches based around you know different characters from Nintendo, um, and so so like there'll be a character, um, I'm trying to I, I don't remember the examples they use. Okay, but, I, but I remember what what was um, one. So like one of them is the three sisters from Animal Crossing, and you're. They're they're like three hedgehogs, the Sanibel sisters. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. and so and so that will be the spirit, and you'll fight against three versions of Sonic that are um, all yellow. So yeah, it's a bunch of event matches like themed around specific characters, which is a cool idea, um, and especially since the event matches were always some of the most fun single player stuff to do in the games. But then they started talking about what the spirits themselves are, which are like they. They decided to get rid of trophies from the game, um, which was kind of a bummer. Um, and instead, they're basically replaced by these... I don't know. They're, it's like a cross between the stickers from Super Smash Bros. Brawl that you used in the single-player campaign and also... Um, the character like, customizer in the last one. Yeah, the, like the thing that you use to, to power up your characters or your, or your amiibos. Um, which are, it's, 
it's so I don't know, this was like the first thing that got me annoyed so the concept by itself does not upset me um the getting rid of the t- trophies was you know whatever I didn't like it but the problem is they they decided to get rid of that in lieu of a combination of two things from their previous games that basically no one used and I, I predict as much as people on Twitter are saying that this is great, and there are some really cool spirits, like they did just reveal that there's a, a Princess Peach Rabbit one and a the Donkey Kong Rabbit uh, one and stuff like that. No yeah, one's going to play this. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Like the, the idea is you get these spirits, and they're ones with different rarities, and you can like attach them to characters to strengthen the characters or something. Um, but I don't, this, it's going to have no effect in regular gameplay. This has got to be only four spirits mode. And like, they're just, they're just 2D images of the characters. They don't actually have any models or anything. Yeah. They don't have any real effect on the gameplay. So like, it's hard for me to even consider it a thing. Like the event matches are one thing, but all of these collectible spirits, like what, what is the point? Like, the trophies were cool because they were, like, new models of all of these characters. Uh, some some characters had never been, never had 3D models. And so you could look at them and it gave a little rundown of their, the history of their game or their information. But these, there's nothing of that is here in this one. And it just, it's a strange pivot to me to think this is going to be one of our, the major themes of this game. When it's, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I'm with you. It's, it just seems like a mode that no one will use. And it, and to me, I don't know, maybe I'm an outlier, but to me, the only mode I ever really cared about in Smash anyway was the fighting one with your friends. I never played the single players as much as other people did. So I, I, the event matches are fun to do, um, and like I said, that I'm fine with that. The whole the idea between like these, all of these matches, um, based not on just characters that were in the game, but based on like, you know, it could be any any character that it's that's ever appeared on Nintendo, and they'll have a a match based around them, which is cool. But the idea of these collectible spirits, as if it's like this this massive thing and something that they devoted so much of the direct to that was like one of my big issues it, is that it, it just about 15 20 it, minutes. it went on and on this coverage of this mode that to me looked like nothing and i know some people are excited by it and some people think it's you know it's it's cool to, to see like these niche characters in there but you know they're not doing anything they're just just like an image. You can go look. You can Google search an image of that character, and it'll do the same thing. Yep. I but, mean, I, I don't know. I can't add to that because it's. I'm with you. I just. I don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that was about it. That was so much of the direct. Um, and at this point, I was. I was. My class had started, and I was sitting in it watching, on my phone, and I was just like. All right, get on with it. Come on, give me something I, that, I, that I enjoy. I already had a sinking feeling because I was 
carefully scanning every image to make sure it wasn't Isaac in the spirits mode. Yeah, uh, I mean, right. I didn't. Ma- I don't think that matters too much, because um, like they're, you know, they're just images. I don't think the stuff that they put in spirit will affect whatever comes into the game. Um, right. So after that, they they talked about uh, online multi- multiplayer, which it looks like the the system they're using is going to be a lot better. Um, in the last one, they had it was. For glory or for fun, you basically decided if you want it to be a competitive match or a casual match. Um, which, you know, it was rudimentary. It kind of worked. But in this one, you can specifically pick the kind of rules, the format of the games that you want. And it'll match you up with, with people who, who are using those. Um, there's also this cool thing with, like, uh, I think called smash tags. Like, you can collect tags of the people that you beat. Which is pretty fun. Um you have to wonder like they talked about how the system is going to try and match you up with people who are near you locally for so you have like better performance but you have to you have to worry about the like how it's actually going to perform in game because brawl if you remember brawl it was basically unplayable online and the uh the previous game did not fare that much better so that's yep. it's definitely a worry. And especially when they go out of their way on the direct to tell you to buy the LAN adapter yeah. for the Switch. Um so Yeah, so that's a But, you know, it's online. I honestly as as cool of an idea as it is, I don't think I ever used online that much outside of like right when the game launched. Um Though at the, I guess at, at the time, all the people that I wanted to play with uh, were local to me, so I didn't really need it. So it might be different this time. Uh, yeah. but we'll see. It it definitely, I don't know, any amount of lag would really make me mad in Smash Bros. Because I usually have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing and how I'm reacting. Yeah. That, I don't know, I would, I would get flustered. But we'll see. I, I don't know... I mean, the internet looks fine. the The tag mode does look kind of cool, so none of that really grabbed my attention, though. Once again, because I I don't use that mode, I use it to fight locally, like you said. Yeah. Um. And then he started talking about he talked about the DLC next, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so he said that they they have plans for. Five additional characters that will also have stages and music, um, and you'll you'll be able to buy what what was it like five ninety nine a piece or or you can get them as a, a season pass basically yeah which is cool it's something we all knew um, five it doesn't seem like a lot of fighters to me uh, but I guess it I think it's the same as the last DLC. Uh, and and with the amount of time that they put into making these specific ones, uh, it makes sense. I think they they said to not like it's not going to be done with this wave of um until like early twenty twenty. So we'll be waiting yeah waiting a bit for them. Um, but still, it's always a uh, you know there's there's it, it always it gives you the hope for um some of the stuff. Um, 
there was a uh, a showcase of the assist trophies. So this was, I think it was um, this had to come before the online thing. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I mean, this is certainly where it all went downhill for me. Um, they uh, showed off Shadow. Shadow was the first one that they showed. Uh, and he's got, like, a new animation, which is cool or whatever. Um, and then, like, I think it was the next one or the, the next one after that was Isaac uh, from Golden Sun, our boy that we wanted so much. Um, he's He's in the game, but as a... Uh, a horrible assist trophy that I can never care about. Um, yeah, I almost turned it off. I... Honestly, like I was so mad at that point because, like, they you you provided me nothing to be excited about, and then you have to ruin my day. Yeah, um, and it did ruin my day. I I'll tell you about it after we get through um, the rest of the stuff. Um, I don't know. It was annoying. Like, and some of the new assist trophies look cool. And honestly, like he's got a a brand new model that is more that re- is more reflective of of what he looks like in the game, which is cool or whatever. It it does nothing for me though. Um, it's all a consolation prize. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it's all you should be happy with this. Yeah, but you know. So, I think one of the biggest issues for me is that like i understand there has to be a lot that goes into the character selection thing but they did the ballot they know they have the list of the characters people want um and i understand that you don't if if maybe you don't want to if you want to do stuff from outside of that but like it just it just makes me mad that he would just kind of be like, no, this character's not good enough. Um, and he has to know. He has to also know the power that Smash has for like a video game franchise. Like putting Martha and Roy in melee basically turned Save Fire and em- Fire Emblem into the like massive franchise that it is now. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's done it for other stuff too, like. I don't know. I don't know specifically. I'm like I, I bet having Earthbound characters in it certainly increased uh, the um, interest for that. Probably much to a Nintendo chagrin, honestly, because now everyone's <laughs> asking about Mother Three all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, it so there's it's just and it I mean it got worse. Uh, but first they the the weirdest thing to me about this direct was that they ended on this. Like this um CGI Oh no no wait you're you're skipping past the rage cuz they they No that show... was at the end. That was the last thing. No, the it World wasn't... of Light trailer was the end. Okay. Cuz cuz I actually liked the World of Light trailer looking back, but I did not like it watching it on the direct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the order. But okay, so the next thing like Sakurai was ending it, saying stuff about, like, I hope you enjoy the game. And then he said, but one more thing. And then there's this weird trailer um, of Mario walking through this thing, looking really angry. Um, and then he goes up to this piranha plant and starts to fight it. And they announced that piranha plant is going to be a character. 
Um, after the fact, he said that they are. It's going to be like a free DLC character for people who buy it in, in the first month or so, and it's not I part of like the six. Too. So it's not a it's not a character that's done, but it's going to be. Um, and I mean, on its own, like some of the stuff, it does looks cool, but it's just the uh, the. The concept that he would choose this over anyone, literally anything else. Like, who cares about the specific things that I want? Anything. And he chose this thing. It, uh, I can't. It's so what I makes can't me even mad. Talk about it. What makes me the most mad about it is that it's a generic thing. It's not a. It's yeah, not it's a not even like they pick, they pick Petey Piranha. The specific one who has a unique design and a name and then people know about it. It's just this random piranha plant in a pipe. So, yeah, that's what they did. Um, and then the World of Light trailer, which in hindsight was really cool. And and it's... I, so the World of Light trailer is cool. It's the the adventure mode of the game. It's this huge thing... There's this, like, gigantic map that you can go through to save characters and stuff. Um, and you collect spirits, and you can use the spirits to unlock other parts of the map. And it looks really cool. And it was... They gave you, like, two minutes of it. It was the very last thing in the direct. It was just a little tiny bit of what it's going to be. And it's... The fact that they ended with that in comparison... The, the such small amount of that in comparison with the gigantic amount of time they dedicated to the boring spirits mode like i don't i don't understand who planned this yeah that's that was where uh, that's what i wanted to get at at the end of this episode not the end of the episode but the end of this uh bit is how did they go through every direct they've done what the main one the they did the announcement the e3 the, the previous uh smash direct and then the and little then bits one. with the uh, with Isabel on the on the the last regular direct. How did they go five directs without piecemealing some of this stuff? I don't know. And... Like I don't I don't know why. Part of the part of the problem is the anticipation. It, like they're save they're very obviously save this for the end, and so we all thought it was going to be a huge thing, and then it was just like this random thing, and the actual huge thing they. They said, like, you're going to have to wait until the game comes out to play it. Which, I mean, in a vacuum, I am fine with. Um, I like being able to discover things in games and not have it all, not know from the beginning all what what it is. But you didn't need, like, you didn't need the buildup of this other mode that is, like, inconsequential to me. Yeah. And, like, the, the thing with... With Ken and Incineroar, like, they're fine picks, but to end the roster on them, for those to be the final reveals, it's like, wh- what else? That's This is what yeah. you're giving me? Uh, it was, it was an echo of a guy a and a new Pokemon. Um, it was just... Like, I have, I have specific personal issues with some of the stuff, but just, like, the... I feel like objectively the direct was sort of a letdown. Like it, it didn't, it did not live up to what it should have been. It's, it's weird because 
Uh, if you go look at Twitter, we are definitely in the minority when it comes to this. The A lot of people love the stickers mode. Like, they thought it looked super fun. And I, I don't know what they saw. The, the World of Light trailer was really amusing because each of the characters are trying to hide from this beam of light in a special way. And, you know, and then it shows... It's amusing because Kirby is the main character because Sakurai loves Kirby. Yeah. And so Kirby's the only one that survives and you have to play as him, which also makes sense because Kirby can absorb other people's powers. So you can kind of do some story stuff with that, sure. Um, but to to use this whole direct 40 minutes, unveil three characters that I... I they're not on the polls. There's no way they were. I I don't expect Goku or anything like that. But, you know, it it just felt like they they really they should have saved Isabel and Simon for this. And I mean, announced they should have, Ken they should have and saved Incineroar. someone. I don't know who it should have been. Like I feel like they could have easily put King K. Rule into that, into that boxing ring thing, um, or put like anyone else. It was just it. That was such a a flat note to hit. Of these are the final two characters, and then be like, and now you have seen the whole roster, and it's just it kind of leaves you wanting, um, and just and I felt like that the whole direct like. Nothing that they showed me got me like super excited about the game, and then they and then they showed me stuff that made me mad about the game. Yeah, and I I say all this knowing that I'm going to enjoy the game, but like this, they did not go with their best. They did not lead with their best foot forward on this. Um, yeah, and I get that I'm that we're probably in the minority, but I've read some of, some of the other like game people I watched. You know, they seem to think, you know, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it, it was okay. And I guess I'm sort of on that because if I can take away the emotional stuff about the stuff that made me mad, you know, it's fine. The, the, there is stuff in the game to be in this direct to be excited about, but it's hard for me to me specifically to remove that stuff from the other stuff that I didn't like. Um, yeah, and and boy did I did I not like it. Like I said I said I took it personally and I did. Um way like way too much so. Um I I was like annoyed all day. Uh I had a, a football game later that day. Um and the whole time during the football game I had I was like arguing with people on Twitter about how this was terrible and not, and actually not good. Like the whole day, I was just mad, and so I decided I'm gonna go on Twitter and like search for people who are talking about this and just start arguing with them. Um, yeah, it didn't make me feel any, it didn't make me feel any better. Um, but you know, I would I would I'd do it again given the opportunity. Um, and and honestly, you've said that you've come around, and I I haven't. I mean, like I don't I'm not as mad anymore, but I, I still have not. Like the stuff, I still haven't been able to dissociate the good stuff that was in it with the stuff that I'm upset about. So yeah, you know, smash, whoop-de-doo. Like I know, there's no way. 
Every, every time I play the game and I get an assist trophy and, and Isaac comes up, it's going to make me want to stop playing. Um, and, you know, that is that is a very specific complaint for me. Um, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could say more, but I'm in the same boat as you. So... Uh, so yeah, that smashed. was the that was the direct. It is maybe I'm sure people out there listening liked it, but yeah, whatever. Um, there uh, was some actually. Extra... What are you gonna say? We definitely got some fun responses from uh, old old guest of the show, Joe Pro. Yeah, he he definitely got in. It was pretty uh, funny. I saw him at the football game later that night, and we laughed about it for a bit. Cause he. He is the master of being negative about Nintendo Directs. And then he was like, you two are taking this too far. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So there was some, there's actually some news today about the DLC. Uh, what's his name? Sakurai came out and tweeted that the lineup for the five, the five characters have been chosen. It was something like, Nintendo gave him a list of characters to choose, and he picked the ones that he thought could make good characters. Um, which it was like when I first read, it, I was like, "Well, that's that seems strange," but because like, I don't know how that would limit the choices or expand the choices. Um, so I don't know. But and then he and then he had this follow up tweet that was basically like, "I know you guys want your your characters in the game, but stop stop telling them to me." We're not, we're not, we're not trying to give feedback here. So shut up, um, you know, which was a little cheeky, but who cares? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, so something else that inspired uh, the same amount of vitriol from a different community this past weekend uh, was BlizzCon, and uh, yes. Uh, so there's a couple small things announced, or not? I wouldn't consider them small. Um, they announced a Diablo 3 Loot Goblin Amiibo, which looked really cool. Yeah, it looked cool. I saw that. Uh, they announced that they are remastering Warcraft 3, which nice. it looks beautiful. I love Warcraft 3. That game 3. is great. Yeah. I hope my Mac can run it, or I might have to buy a PC that can, because I love that game. Um, Overwatch, a, there's a new character named Ash mm-hmm. coming out that looks really cool, it and apparently fun. is basically a... A new sort of class the way that she plays is super unique and she's kind of a mix between a couple different things so um that's cool and then the last thing which led to um you know i want to say i I don't want to undercut our rage a little bit but the realistically this crowd reacted way worse than uh the nintendo crowd for smash but they were teasing a big Diablo announcement and they saved it for the last announcement on this presser thing that they were doing, the opening for BlizzCon. And they announced Diablo Immortal, which the wording they were using ahead of announcing this game, definitely I chatted Cameron and other people at work. I'm like, oh, they're, this is a mobile game. And... <laughs> And they they never specifically said it at first, and I'm like, oh, I can feel it. This is this is a mobile Diablo. Mm-hmm. And then 
It definitely was. It's called Diablo Immortal, and it, even though it looks like it's just a lift of Diablo 3 for the mobile, it, according to them, 95% uh, of the game is remade. So they, it's all new assets, which I don't believe, but that's what they say. And I, I'm not mad about this like other people because I love Diablo 3 and I can keep replaying it. I'm mm -hmm. not bitter. But there are people that don't like replaying that and they want Diablo 4, which they have said they're working on. The, the problem is, and, and before we get to the vitriol, the... There, because there wasn't any live booze when they announced this game, but they should have ended with a Metroid Prime Four esque, you know, yeah, twenty teaser. second teaser. So apparently, I read that they had that planned and then kind of scratched it at the last minute, like they so, were going to have a little teaser of Diablo Four. Yeah, so Blizzard is vehemently denying that fact, but you got to think that they thought about this. That, that that it would be a good idea, and then for some reason didn't. I I can't think of a universe where that would not have been the better option, but whatever. Um, the fans, uh, I saw a couple Twitter videos, you might have seen it, um, where this fan stood up and asked them if this was an out-of-season April Fool's Day joke. <laughs> uh, and the developers didn't quite know how to react and the crowd cheered the guy. And then later on during it, someone asked a question that was kind of, you know, uh, reaming them a little bit. And the developers, or one of the guys, asked them, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> and the crowd, of course, did not take that well. They booed like... Oh, man. I can only imagine how loud it was in there. Yeah, I think... So, I, I remember seeing afterward... So I, I didn't watch any of the, the BlizzCon coverage, but I do remember reading stuff about the backlash and how the, the developers set, basically said, we did not expect, like, we expected some pushback, but we did not expect it to the extent that we got. Oh, yeah. It, it was wild. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. They announced another couple of cool things. Like, they announced um, the War the Warcraft, the World of Warcraft expansion and where that's going. They also announced that Hearthstone is doing this new arena type thing and um, there's going to be more trolls in the game, which is kind of neat. Um, I did re-download Hearthstone to give it another shot because uh, I do like playing it. I just It's a very pay-to-win game if mm -hmm. you want the good cards. But, you know, it's it seemed like a solid BlizzCon little lineup uh, and I thought it was going to end with that teaser for Diablo 4. And then, you know, the Diablo Immortal thing, which it does look like a full-fledged Diablo, and it looks neat, but people don't want to game on their phones unless they're kids. And then I don't think kids are going to play Diablo. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did, but I was in, like, high school. Yeah, it's not really a, a kid-friendly yeah. game. Not really. And so, I mean, it is what it is. They... I mean, it might make them money. I don't see, I don't see it being their Pokemon Go or, you know, any other mobile game that actually has caught on. Mm -hmm. So I they mean, really it might they be, but... they should have just made like Diablo Go, like where you collect different demons from hell. 
Because then people would have been excited. Maybe. I mean, they they did. Uh, they the that I did download it. I haven't played it. I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but I just didn't play it. Was the uh, the Ghostbusters Go or whatever yeah. it's called? It um, seems like every every it, franchise is getting a is getting a Pokemon Go version these days. Yeah, Harry Potter's getting one. It might be out. I just don't know. Ghostbusters has one. Yeah. You know, the the on the go craze. So the let's see, other other news. Um Switch YouTube app is possibly gonna be announced tomorrow and released tomorrow. Yep. I mean that's fine. I don't see my Switch as a streaming device necessarily, but if they want to try to get people to use it, I guess that's uh, what they will do. Um, it did lead people to believe there might be a direct tomorrow, but that never came to fruition. So, yeah, it would be. I mean, I've read some stuff about that. That some people see they believe they have reliable information that is leading them to believe there will be another direct as much, which would be kind of insane. Um, but hey, why not? As long as yeah. it, it can't be as bad as the last one. Yeah, for real. Um, the uh, Big Hero 6 cast um, from the movie was added to Kingdom Hearts 3, so uh, they'll be voiced by the actual people, which is neat. And what... What? Oh, you you sound like you were gonna say something. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Um, Although uh, I will and, say, um, so there was a little bit of other tangential Kingdom Hearts news. Um, I, there was the director was speaking at some some it was some event that they were talking about the world ends with you, and he said that uh, those characters, despite having been in the in the last Kingdom Hearts game, they will not be showing up in this one. Which was kind of a bummer. Boo. I don't want any more things to boo. <laughs> but that makes me sad. Yeah. Um, so that and they did show a Tangled trailer. The more we're getting closer to January, the more they're showing of this game. Which makes me feel like we will not be getting a delay. So I'm excited. <laughs> uh, you're still on that though. Uh yeah, I mean, I I'm trying to tell myself not to expect a delay. Um, I'm waiting any day for Jason Schreier to do one of his famous "Whoops, this is delayed now" posts for Kingdom Hearts Three. He does like delaying games. Yeah, um, I got real nervous because he tweeted earlier this week, "News is coming," and I was like, "Oh no!" I, I just I felt it. I was like, "Great." <laughs> This is it, and then no, it was the Diablo, it was the Diablo Four leak that he he got info on. Uh. Um, it wasn't any delays, so. But yeah, it it looks really good, and it takes one of my me and Seth's favorite scenes from the movie, or at least one of the ones we laughed at the most in the theater, uh, and puts it in the game, which is fun, where she. Um, is conflicted about leaving but also loves it and is like running back and forth and rolling through the grass. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that was great. It is um, great. The whole movie's great. Yeah, go and watch that movie. 
Uh, or wait for Kingdom Hearts 3 and play through it, because it looks fantastic. Yeah, at some so. at some points it actually looks visually better than the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you have any news, Seth, before I do this little Battle Royale corner? Because there's like three chunks of news for Battle Royale games that I wanted to throw out there. Yeah, so there was, so word came out um, that uh, Junichi Masuda, the director of all the Pokemon games, this the Let's Go might be his last game in the series. That's a bummer. Yeah. You, you would think it would be the newest one. Right. Because he is, I mean, it's in, it's being worked on. So you would think it would be that one, but oh well. Who knows? Yeah, um, and also, so some some news came out about the um, the animated Mario movie that is in development. Uh, I forget what it was, but more importantly, news came out from Universal Studios that they are rebooting Shrek. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Which. If a reboot of Shrek leads to another movie video game of Shrek, I'll take it. Because <laughs> that game on the Xbox was really fun. Uh, sure, sure it was. Listen, I mean, you gotta play it on the Duke. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, it's fun. It's probably gonna be a no for me. <laughs> You can, uh, whatever, uh, like, ROM it or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> um, did you have any other, uh, any other news? Uh, no, that was it for me. Um, so, quick Battle Royale corner. Because I have been, I'm still really enjoying Black Ops 4's Battle Royale. Um, the NFL is teaming up with Fortnite to add all the play, all the jerseys to Fortnite. Mm. So you could get the Jags Uni in Fortnite if you wanted. God forbid. Why would I ever, <laughs> why would I why would you even entertain an idea like that? Uh you know, if they were doing good right now you might entertain it. Yeah, maybe if um they also the cube exploded and sent people to this matrix-esque area and uh, it looked crazy, and then they came back, and, you know, there's crazy stuff in the map going on. Which leads me to my next thing, and makes me excited, because Call of Duty is... They're, I, 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 they're not doing as much, I would say, but they did add a, a, a giant boss that just will spawn in the zombie area of the map. Mm-hmm. And if you fight him, he'll pop, and... Uh, if you kill him, he spawns uh, good weapons and stuff. So, you know, you can go towards it and either die from other people killing you and then killing it, or, you know, you can take it down. So they, they're going to start, they are doing, like, limited stuff like that, which is kind of neat. Fun. Um and then the uh, the last one is that there was some update to the PS4 shop that leads people to believe that PUBG is coming to PS4 in December. Which seems too close for a leak like that, but also crazier things have happened. So, 
It's just a matter of time. It would make sense because PUBG launched in December for the Xbox. So if that's a year exclusivity, you know, they they got it. There we go. Figured it out. So with that, did you have any other news, Seth? I already said I didn't. I know, but I wanted to double check. You might have clicked on something or looked at Twitter and, you know. Twitter? I don't know. I never look at Twitter. I want to throw this down to the ether uh, because it makes me, I thought about the other day, if anyone is listening that has connections, let me, let let someone know that Golf Story 2 needs to be made. Or if you have a Switch, buy Golf Story. (laughs) And buy it and enjoy it. And yeah, please. Please do. Because that game is fantastic. And I booted it up the other day. And I wish there was more of it. It is quite good. So. (sighs) Alright. With that, we appreciate you listening. This will be the last of us talking about Smash for a while. So, we're sorry that that you know took over a lot of stuff but between the leak and the direct we needed to address it and give you our opinions and you listen to us for those opinions and we appreciate that so yeah uh every week every week we try to release episodes wednesday night slash thursday morning for you and if you like what we give you uh comment on the facebook post or rate us on whatever you use to listen uh, comment on the SoundCloud. We get those comments, um, and they actually show up on the track. So, you know, do that kind of thing if you want. Um, you can tweet at us, Instagram, all that stuff at Suplex the Sticks. And we appreciate you listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.